name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. For the sermon, we hear again a few of the verses from the Old Testament lesson read a moment ago from Jeremiah chapter 1, which is the call of Jeremiah. As God said to Jeremiah, Behold, I have formed you in the womb. I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a youth, for to all to whom I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Later at the end of the text, he says, And I, behold, I make you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, declares the Lord, to deliver you. These are pretty comforting words for Jeremiah as he begins his career as a prophet, aren't they? Don't be afraid. I am with you. Even more, God calls him, this weird imagery, a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze walls. His enemies won't prevail over him, for God is with him. Now, when the all-powerful creator of the universe, the sender of the Egyptian plagues, the Lord of heaven and earth, says, do not fear them, I am with you to deliver you, that's got to be pretty encouraging news, especially for the Lord's prophet around the time of the Babylonian exiles, when the prophets were always saying things that the people didn't like because they were really, really bad, and they were always persecuting the prophets. So let's consider the comforting picture given to Jeremiah. You, Jeremiah, are a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze walls. A fortified city. Not just a big city, but a heavily defended city prepared for attack by God himself. And an iron pillar. That's not some beam of wood. If you're like me, and your knowledge of an object's strength is mostly limited to knowledge gained from paper, rock, scissors, we have to keep in mind that iron is one of the strongest metals on earth. So rock doesn't always beat scissors, it seems. It was the material of choice, after all, for most of the weapons throughout the ages. So an iron pillar is an unmovable, unshakable support. And also, a bronze wall. A bronze wall is a picture of an impenetrable wall. Not drywall that a child can kick through, and not even a brick wall that would crumble in storms, but a solid wall of bronze. Nothing is getting through that. So, Jeremiah, God is with you. You are a fortified city, a pillar of iron, and a bronze wall. That's a lot of strength, protection, and power, isn't it? But what will this look like for Jeremiah? 
in his life experience. Here's a couple of examples. In Jeremiah chapter 20, one of the evil priests of the temple wasn't willing to hear the Lord's words from Jeremiah. And so he had Jeremiah beaten and thrown into the stocks to be humiliated. Then later in Jeremiah 38, he'd been captured by the king's men and they were mad at him because he'd been prophesying the Lord's word instead of just going along with whatever the king wanted him to say. And so the king's men took Jeremiah and dropped him into a cistern, a big empty well, to die. There's no water in the cistern, as the text says, only mud, and Jeremiah was sinking down into the mud. So, as Jeremiah matured in his career, what did it look like for him to be a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall of the Lord? To be the one of whom the Lord promised, they will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you? It will look like an old man, shamed in the stocks, rendered powerless and thrown down into a cistern, sinking down into the mud, left to die. How can this be? What happened to the Lord's promises to Jeremiah at the start of his ministry? Now, to be sure, the Lord kept his word to Jeremiah, but the pictures of iron pillars and bronze walls, the images of strength and power for Jeremiah, are not to be understood as the physical strength known to this world, not an impressive or dynamic ability or power. For our Lord, the power of iron pillars, bronze walls, and fortified cities is found in nothing other than his word. Verse 9, Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. God's word would be on the lips of Jeremiah. That would be his strength. Not a power to the eye. Not a power known by the ways of this world. Not a power that would be experienced as force against others. No, the Lord's word goes after the heart. It is hidden to the eye. It's hidden to our experience. By the word of the Lord, through Jeremiah, God would turn hearts in repentance, he would grant faith to despairing sinners. By the word given to Jeremiah, God would make his name and presence known for his people. But a spoken word? That's weakness to this world. For God to speak of Jeremiah as a fortified city because he has God's word on his mouth? That's foolishness to this world, where strength is known by how one can control others by force. Power is shown by how one inflicts his will upon others, coercing action and suppressing alternate views, tearing down history that doesn't agree with him. Not so for our Lord. Our Lord, the Word made flesh, makes himself known to us in self-chosen weakness. When our king is most on his throne, 
he is found bleeding on a cross. When Jesus is most fully seen as powerful Savior, it's not the way of this world's power, but it's hidden in the humility of taking our sins upon himself and giving his life for our eternal life. And there on the cross of Jesus, we see our power and strength as well. It's not a power that comes from within ourselves or a power known even in our own experiences, at least not in the way that this world knows power. The Lord's death means the forgiveness of sins. It's a power of sins forgiven by God in heaven and then declared to sinners here on earth. Where sins are forgiven, they don't miss this, where sins are forgiven, the devil and his demons lose their power over us. All the forces of evil, the devil and his demons, have nothing to hold against us, no sin to accuse us of or bring us to despair with. With our sins forgiven, we are made fortified cities and iron pillars against the demons. The Lord's death means eternal life in a world of death. It's a power from the cross that destroyed eternal death, ripping out death's sting. So that death is rendered powerless over those who are in Christ. For you and for all those baptized into the death and resurrection of Christ, you are bronze walls and fortified cities. Death cannot destroy Though it may trouble us in this life of flesh, it is but the door to eternal life. We don't see it now in our experiences in the flesh, just as Jeremiah didn't see it in his experiences. But the Lord's power is not of this world's way. In self-chosen weakness and humility, our Lord Jesus has his word delivered to sinners. In a world that knows power over others, a world that uses words to control and bring shame, a dark world that tries to bring fear with threat of disease, poverty, loneliness, and death. Our Lord brings his word of peace and life. I am with you. They will not prevail against you. Like the words spoken by Jeremiah, they are words not dependent on our ability or strength. But God's words will do what God wants them to do. He binds his word to ordinary lowly water, that by holy baptism, sin and death would be overcome for you and your family. He sets his word upon ordinary weak bread and wine, that his body and blood would cleanse us from sin and shame. The Lord's gospel is a power greater than this world can know, but to our experiences in the flesh, it will seem as weakness and foolishness. By the weakness and humility of his word to Jeremiah and today to you and me, we are made to be fortified cities, iron pillars, and bronze walls. Not because we are so impressive to the eye or dynamic to this world's view, not because we triumph over our worldly trials according to our experiences, but according to our Lord's word, it is so. With sins forgiven, shame removed, 
and life eternal delivered, you are fortified in him, an iron pillar and bronze wall against the forces of evil. And so what was true for Jeremiah is true for you today. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I am with you to deliver you. The evils of this world will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand.